Revelation 12:11 And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. Welcome to By the Word of Their Testimony and here is your host Etienne McClintock. Dear listener, greetings and a warm welcome. Thank you for joining us on the program again today. I'm delighted to have your company. In the studio I have a special guest all the way from the USA. This is a gentleman that works for 3ABN USA. He is the general manager of the Praise Him television network. Did I say that correct? Almost. Almost. Yeah, okay. Almost. Maybe you have to correct, correct <laughs> no, not a... But Tim Parton, welcome to the program. Thank you so very, very much. So yeah. what is it called, it's, Tim? It's, it's called the Praise Him a music network. The Praise Him Music Network. Right. And the okay. only difference is is that we're not basically on television where it's internet-based at, oh, at the time. Okay. Hopefully over time... When, when enough people call into their cable company, they will request that it become a TV, a television network, network okay. by, by it being on television. Yeah. I think that's the difference when something is not on television, okay. when it is on television. Uh, so anyway, all that's a bit confusing, <laughs> but really uh, it's just the fact that um, we're, okay. we're internet-based. Internet-based, right. okay, that's why it's called a network. Right. So you'll be broadcasting, you will have a, a little icon on our 3ABN app, I exactly. assume, so people can watch it through that. Right. And nowadays all the, the new televisions are all interactive where you can stream off your phone. Right. Or you can even go onto the website, I guess, and you can uh, access it that way right. through our, yeah. our, our it, website. Yeah, so. it will be 24-7, wow. so it's uh, quite an undertaking, mm. one, one in which which I have, I'm overwhelmed with at the moment. And it's just two, a little over two months away before it will be launched on January 1st of 2019. You'll be a very busy man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right. 24-7. So, so, so that's right. a lot of programming, it is to, a lot of programming to build up. There will be, of course, some repeats. But, you know, sure. everybody likes to hear a song over uh, that's, <laughs> once that's or twice. listen to it again and again right? if it's a exactly. favorite. Yeah. So, yeah, especially if it's a favorite. Mm. But, uh, but I'm really excited. Uh, Mr. Danny Shelton... Uh, gave this opportunity to me um, back in 2016 when he invited me to uh, come to London okay. and that they were getting ready to um, do some meetings over there and they were looking for a, a place to hold these meetings. Right. And so they just went over there basically for like three or four days mm. uh, initially to scope out some, some places. And um, he invited me. I was actually uh, traveling as a road musician, which I can tell more about later. Okay. But um, I was up in Pennsylvania, and when I received the call, New Year's Eve weekend, uh, it was you know it's still 2015 at that time. Yes. And uh, so he asked me if I would like to go to London, and I had never been to London, and uh, so I was of course elated. And we mm. happened to have that weekend off that he was going to be going. So I agreed, and I'll never forget where we were when we were driving down the road in a, in a van, and he asked me if I would consider being the general manager of a music network. Wow. And um, I said that I can't even generally manage my own life, much <laughs> less a uh, general manager of anything else. Hmm. So, um, and totally 
um, I, even though I, I feel um, unqualified because mm. of my skill in television and in, in video, that is not my strength. Why? I've done a lot of recording, but it's mm. just been audio recording. Okay. But, um, but I should have seen this coming in that God has opened so many doors for me all through my life, um, and they've always been music. So, okay. um, you know, sometimes when you pray for doors to be open, um, you don't realize what you're asking. It's like, it's like it's like praying for patience. You know, you yes, don't know. Right. You don't know some some things. You don't want. You want to be very careful how you pray. That is so true. Um, or be very specific mm. how you pray. But um, but again, God is just faithful, and my life has been full of opportunities that have been in music. Mm. But they um, up up to this point, they had been different, or, or rather the same, because I had been um, traveling on the road, playing, accompanying for groups, mm. um, playing the piano. Um, and uh, but then when this door opened, it just blew my socks off, as we say. I, I would understand <laughs> because, that. Uh, but, but it's great. And, you were and asking the, for a smaller door possibly to right, open and exactly. a really big door open. Right, yeah. maybe half a door. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of short anyway, so a half a door would have been fine. Yeah. But um, no, I'm, I'm very blessed to be working at 3ABN. I've been uh, working with Danny in the recording aspect of uh, yes. the studio um, recording music since 2000. Hmm. So I have developed a great rapport with him. Music is a a dear love of Danny Shelton's. Yes, and yes. so uh, that's been fu- fun to be able to make that connection. So when he um, when he felt the and and gave me the call yes. uh, to 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 make this my new uh, position, I half of my trust is in God and the other half is in <laughs> Danny Shelton. Yeah, his ability to assess a situation <laughs> right, and, exactly. and, and people as well. Exactly. And, and we all know how well he has done that over Absolutely. the years. It's, and and serving, that's a skill I think that God's given him and that's served him Absolutely. very well over the years. Right. That's right. And that's only really a joke, half of it on God, because really it's 100% on God sure. and another 50% on Danny. Yeah, so God's leading Danny, obviously, <laughs> in the decision-making. Sure. Well, praise God. So you've known Danny for 18 years, right. basically. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Wonderful. That's fantastic. Now, I can tell that you're very musically talented. I've seen you uh, perform on 3ABN. Mm. There's been some of the, you know, just the live music that you've led. Also, I've been to camp meeting in the USA, and I've seen you lead out with the music there. And, of course, we've had our homecoming campaign, the first camp meeting we've had here in Australia, and you were leading out on the music there. So I've appreciated your talent and your ability to multitask, not only play but (laughs) sing at the same time. Now. They tell us that our, us men are not good at that, but I think you defy well, all of those concerns that people have. You can leave certainly it, do that. Leave it to me to be the uh, exception to the rule. <laughs> well, you know what? It really, I have I have sung and played all my life. Okay. Um, I was born into a, a musical family, a Christian hmm. singing family. We had a, a group. My mom and dad sang and played instruments, and my sister, my older sister, sang. And so it was the Parton family, and we oh. we just. Uh, that that's what was expected of us. Hmm. Um, I never, I can't think of a time when when I haven't been singing and playing. Hmm. Um, through the years, my opportunities changed, um, and my skill set modified to whatever I needed to yes. be doing at the time. As especially, just I became more in the role of accompanying um, singers. Yes. But um, then, about probably maybe half a dozen years ago, I was. Uh, uh, Back, found myself back with a voice, um, oh, singing, and okay. um, and I really enjoy that. As far as it being a multitasking, I guess um, that's something you know you just 
you become comfortable at what you're comfor- comfortable comfortable sure. with, like the riding a bike it. and chewing gum. You do, mm. you know, the more you, you do, do it, sleep. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's not flippant. Mm. It's just um, you know the God, the gift that God has given me, and um, but it's it's a ton of fun, and so honored I am to be mm. able to use that gift for His glory. Uh, the doors that He opens is um, amazing to yeah. me. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you you come across as a very te- cheerful person, especially when you're behind the piano. Right, like right. If, <laughs> the music you're playing, I've not heard any dargios from you, and that's what I like about your music. You know, any we, what dargios, like a dirge. Oh, okay. You know, oh, which is oh, normally right. funeral music. Right, exactly. Sorry, I might be saying it no, wrong. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm oh. not trained, so I'm, I appreciate that. Oh, I am okay. trained now in that word, at least. <laughs> okay. No, dir- dirges, um, you know, there's a place for it. Uh, they're, they're, but as far as uh, I think the, the, uh, the joy that music brings to me mm. uh, is uh, it's, that's just something. In fact, I've been pro- probably um, – Accused of being a little bit too joyful sometimes. Oh, really? You know, because um, there there can be a, a, a there's an appreciation for some, um, you know, just being a little somber hmm. um, and sober whenever you you play music. And so there's there's a style of music back in the states that I um, that we refer to as Southern gospel. Yes. And it's basically found in the South, hmm. um, in the South part of the United States. And it's um, just it is a very jovial. Uh, kind of music, hmm. and um, it, it, because they always say that, well, the, me- the you know the message of Christ should be hmm. packaged in a in a, uh, a upbeat um, you know sure. way and upbeat music. But um, there are some ballads. But um, overall, um, I enjoy I enjoy listening to uh, upbeat music. So maybe that's why I do it. But but southern gospel has been my r- roots, roots okay. and so that's where I uh, I kind of. I can easily get carried away, and my foot can get to tapping. Okay, and, I've seen your feet. So I've seen your, seat, your feet work. It's uh, fascinating to watch. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, my feet have a mind of their own. Is that right? They truly do. It's kind of weird, but um, anyway, it, I just I have a great time. I, I have yeah. no reason not to be happy. Hmm. And what I you briefly just mentioned there and brought out, I think, is very important because there's a time and a season and a place for everything. There's sure. a time when it's appropriate to play something a little bit more somber. Sure. And but if you want to praise God, redeemed, how I love to proclaim Absolutely. it. I mean, you don't want to play that as a funeral march, right, do you? Right, right, right. So you've got to be upbeat and you're happy. You're exactly so, right. Oh, I can appreciate that. I have a yeah. CD that is uh, called Simply Hymns, hmm. and it is um, – I recorded it a few years ago. But it's about 80 minutes, and it is it is more of, of the relaxed, okay. um, sober, uh, somber type of music hmm. just because I wanted to create something that would be nice to just read your Bible to, something oh, that could beautiful. be played in the background. And, yes. and um, you know, we do live in busy days, especially in the United States. Uh, um, you, you have the privilege here in, the, in Australia to be a little more laid back, hmm. I, I think, uh, although we were in Sydney and uh, it was— A little bit less it, laid it, back it in was, Sydney, but generally speaking. <laughs> right, and yeah. generally speaking, yeah. it's a busy, a busy day we live in, so yes. it's not— Nice to be able to just uh, put on a CD and light a candle and uh, just read your read your Bible and so so I, I I know how to play slow I can slow slow it down slow it down beautiful <laughs> it sounds very relaxing and I found that some music um, some genres actually lend itself to Bible studies where others sometimes can actually interfere because it makes Absolutely. the mind too active so right. yeah so right. you've you've obviously picked up on yeah. that so this is music at the CD that they can right. listen to. It will actually complement Bible study. Absolutely right. Yeah, I have a little bit of ADD. Uh, I don't, don't, don't know if you're familiar with Attention, the term deficit, deficit disorder. disorder. Right. right. So okay. it's difficult for me to, um, you know, be listening to something and trying to read something without, you know, I, I'm totally 
tuned into what I'm listening to, and so yes. I can't understand what I'm reading because I'm distracted by my by my listening, my oral. Uh, so my my oral uh, skills and my uh, optical skills, they don't like to work at the same time because one of them's going to win. Uh, okay, right. <laughs> One's going to dominate. It's a, a, a tug, tug of, of war, war yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So, but but this hopefully will be a little, uh, you know, just mm. that's why the slowing down will kind of maybe just yeah. help me concentrate. Yeah, so, one of the things know. I liked, uh, you were playing at the, the 3AB in Australia Homecoming. You mentioned the power of music to help memory. Right. Because, you know, people can take the Bible and then they can try and memorize it. But if you put it to music, yes. how much quicker does it actually sink in and you Absolutely remember? Absolutely right. There have been some of the um, most memorable scripture or, or, or uh, songs have been th- that I remember from yeah. growing up as a child were uh, scripture songs. And what a great way to memorize the Word of God, like mm. you say. And I mean, sometimes, you know, you, you might even go into the mall and I used to be in all kinds of genres of music before. I'm, I'm sort of like you. I'm more into Christian and gospel music now. Right. But prior to that, I did listen to some worldly music and I might walk into a mall and I haven't heard a song for 20 years or might even be 30 years. Right. And as soon as this song hits, all the words are reminded in a flash. That's <laughs> yeah. how good the memory is and how music traps memory. Right. And I think it's actually probably the emotion that comes with music that helps mm. you remember. I because so the psychologists too. tell us you know, if you have strong emotions, it actually... Uh, brings those memories to the fore much better than if you feel indifferent towards something. Right. You feel right. indifferent towards something you can't remember. Yeah. You know, a few years down the track. Words are amazing to me. I am so honored to work with several songwriters. Yeah. Um, and, but but I am not good with words. It's diff- <laughs> for some reason that bridge is out in my in my brain, and so uh, melodies I can come up with. Uh, you know, all day. Yeah. But uh, so I'm so I'm blessed to work with writers who who come up with words, but they aren't good at lyric uh, at melodies. Yes. And so I will add the melody to their lyrics. And uh, so we all have strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, weakness, and if we right. can if we can surround ourselves with someone um, who who has our yeah. is our missing strength, then we can Absolutely. pair up and, and make a whole. <laughs> yeah, that, that is dead right. And that's what uh, helps us sort of rely on each other a little bit as well. And I Absolutely. think it brings a cohesiveness even in the body of Christ. It says that, you know, the hand can't say I'm not the foot, so I'm not going to do it. Exactly. You need the hand, you need the foot, you need the eye, you need the ear. Right. Yeah, so that's that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. I think if God made us uh, a complete being so we had all the talents and skills, we'll be self-reliant. Oh, yeah. And I don't think that's a good thing no, necessarily. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm <laughs> self-reliant as it is. Oh, you know, okay. But just um, yeah. selfish and, and – um, so, so well, that's what we are, but no, sure. But, you know, God brings these things, and you've identified in yourself as well. I'm really good in this area, but in the other area, I can help have some help and assistance. Right. Well, pray, praise God for that. Now, you did mention briefly. I want to actually go back to your your upbringing, your beginnings. You know, where you were born. Sure. You mentioned your family influence. You had an older sister. You had a mum and dad. And right. No doubt, as you've told us, and I would have assumed that that you were part of a very musical family. Right. So perhaps you can tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. I was born in 1970. Wow. Um, so I was. Uh, Born into into a singing family, we were born in. I was born in Kansas City, Missouri, in the oh. Midwest. Um, the breadbasket, or close to which breadbasket, I guess would be Kansas. But mm. um, so that it's was a big farming community in that yeah, region. Pretty yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just a um, not not too metropolitan by any means. Okay, but. Um, my dad played the guitar. Um, in fact, he had played for many years prior to that, and um, we would sing. Um, like every week, we would have uh, probably four or five engagements uh, where we would sing. My dad would would work during the day as a um, body man, and I understand it is a different something about a dent um, 
it's on audible. paddle beater yeah that's what the word okay goes. body man paddle beater he, right okay right. Yes. so um but he would work during the day as that and then he would come home and um wash up and we would go out and sing hmm. at uh, various churches, various denominations. And so it really built an appreciation for, um, you know, different styles of worship, hmm. um, different uh, ways of, of belief, um, all believing in Christ. Yes. But um, just, you know, not everywhere. It just, it just made me um, understand that uh, God has people everywhere, Absolutely. you know, and, uh, but but I uh, am very blessed to have been a part of that because, as I say, that's where my uh, life went after after I left the home, after my house, um, after I graduated high school. I was able to go out on the road and do play music mm. um, and continue in that same fashion to play in different styles of churches. Um, so, you know, God has just always been preparing me uh, along the way for what I was going to do all of my life. I never considered any other uh, skill vocation, or vocation. Yeah, yeah it just it was always going to be music for me. Mm. Uh, my, my older sister, I, I often share that um, she was felt, felt sometimes a little cheated by, by not being able to do some of the school things because, you know, when, when we were, since we were singing, on, especially on weekends, um, why we missed out on some of the school, the extracurricular events right. that school offered, but um, but for me it was just you know I never I never wanted to do any of that. Never was mm. intrigued by sports. Uh, of course, if you saw me, you know I'm not very I'm not <laughs> don't look very sporty. Yeah, well, you sporty. look very fit though. Well, I have to say. Well, I can I can hike I guess. Yeah. But um, but and I can uh, run if I'm. Like if I'm missing dinner, if I'm late for dinner or, <laughs> or tea, as you would say, right? <laughs> yeah, or being chased, right? But anyway, no. Yeah. I'm so um, I, I I think that it is just because God hmm. uh, put that in my heart to do music. You know, um, I there's a verse in First Chronicles chapter 16 that says. Um, Give thanks to the Lord, call his name, make known his doings among the people, sing to him, sing praises to him, meditate on, talk of all his wondrous works and devoutly praise them. And um, to me, my life has, uh, there's a great song that says, I was born to serve the Lord. Hmm. And um, by that, I mean, serve the Lord to me means play and sing through music, and through, music. through your yeah, talents, right. your gifts. Yeah. So, um, so I think if, if anybody can find that um, find something that they can. In, in fact, anything you do, hmm. whatever you're doing, if you're serving it, if you're serving the Lord and you're using your skill to serve Him, you don't have to be, of course, on on the platform or that's, that's uh, right, yeah. or in front of people or on TV or hmm. on radio or you know doing anything. You can serve the Lord by serving your neighbor. Uh, apple pie, I, uh, you know, would be would be that's a nice right. way to start by yeah. uh, breaking the ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, serving the Lord is just as any anything that you have, it's, whatever he's given you. It sounds like that's what you were brought up with, with your family, especially Absolutely. having the musical talent run through the family. Right. Now, I do have a question for you. Um, you said your dad played the guitar. Mm -hmm. um, how did you end up playing the piano? So we had a piano at the house okay. when my sister... Um, I, which my parents had purchased for my sister. Mm. I, and so the story goes. She was not uh, drawn to it. And my mother... Uh, Prayed for a um, for a piano player. Oh, so this was before uh, you were born. Before I was born, okay. right? So um, anything I am, be it good or bad, I owe <laughs> I blame on my mother. Okay. <laughs> but and no, the good parts on the praise, right? Exactly, <laughs> right, right. But no, I was uh, I've 
the piano was there. And I, when I was about three, I started climbing up on the piano bench and, you know, just doodling around. Like tinkering, but, you know? Right. Yeah. But um, then when I was six and seven, I started taking some lessons okay. and uh, took for those two years and was not impressed with that <laughs> Oh, that really? process at all. Okay. So um, my parents let me stop. And when I was eight, I started playing for the family. And from there so, out, I just listened to recordings and just began to play and develop uh, by ear. So so I played okay. play so by ear. Let me just get this right. So you don't really have much, by the way, of formal training in piano. You had two years. Right. Mm-hmm. An experience that uh, obviously wasn't dear to your heart. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and then... At the age of eight, you just started playing on the piano, playing by ear, listening to music. Right. And all the skills that we see you now, that's just come through, I guess, talent, natural ability that God's mm-hmm. blessed you with, and also the development of that right, talent. Exactly. The uh, Wow. The being, but my parents presented those opportunities. Every, you yeah. know, the four or five times a week that we were singing, mm. those were opportunities to um, hone that skill. Okay. And, you know, I certainly didn't want to be embarrassed when I got up on the stage. So I was, you know, I had to be ready to, in fact, I remember a few times that I wasn't prepared because I had, uh, you know, slacked off or, or okay. just wasn't up, wasn't up to the song. Yes. But um, other than, I, and so when people ask me if, how, how to get ready for, how, how to get their child more involved in playing and, and how can they get better, take the next uh, step up to mm. the next level. I say give them a reason to play. And so I think that goes with anybody, it, you yeah, know, applic- being advice. able to apply something. We have these um, little recitals maybe twice a year for some students, and mm. that doesn't cut it, you know. I mean, I, was, I say get your children involved in, in church, um, and, church and, music, and, and yes. our church needs need to afford the opportunities yes. to, um, to, for the students to play more. Mm. Um, you know, it's uncomfortable sometimes when you're sitting out in the audience listening to um, little Billy uh, play, um, stumble through his piece. Yes. But um, you're you're a part of a process that mm. um, is, is is part of growing, and that's part I believe that's very biblical in in the fact that you know we we take those tiny steps to, even in when when we're in sharing Christ mm. when we uh, we don't. We don't have to get it right necessarily from the from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I hesitate to say that because we 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 say because we um, maybe don't uh, develop the skill all the way, and we'll say, oh well, God will use you know our insufficiencies or what. Yes. I believe we need to definitely hone in our skill and sure. fine tune things. But that's not what you're saying. Right. You're saying I'm at the saying, beginning, yeah. yeah. Don't don't don't, back. don't yeah. wait till you're um, you know absolutely aficionado, aficionado <laughs> rather to. Um, to be able to hmm. play or do anything, give your t- testimony, uh, be be bold and step out where where you are, hmm. and watch how God can use even the little little things. So. Well, I can actually, I can very much relate to what you're saying. My dad struggled to hold a tune. My mom had right. a beautiful singing voice, but didn't play any instruments. So they desired piano players as well. So they bought a piano and then made us go and have classes. Right. I never practiced. <laughs> I think I did it for about two years. But like you. Uh, the practicing and the playing and going in front of the teacher and being told I pressed this note wrong or I didn't put enough effort into it or right. doubting whether I had the talent at all. Right, <laughs> Just you. wasn't a good process for sure. me. But I never was given the opportunity or a reason to actually practice. Now, I regret it now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. I wish I had had those talents right. developed. Um, but it wasn't something that I naturally took to just simply because I wasn't given the opportunity or a reason for doing that. So right. that's a great um, 
a great suggestion or great advice that we can give our listeners. If you want your children to do well at music, you've got to give them a reason. So right. get them involved in church, and church is probably one of the best places I'd to do it. I'd say it is, for yeah. sure, for sure, unless, unless your school has a good school music you, program. Yes. But even still, um, when you've got... When a child is surrounded by people that he knows, he or she knows that love him, mm. as far as as far as a church family, well, it's 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 a, it's a better atmosphere even. Right. Okay. For, you know when you when you know that you're going to win. Um, <laughs> fantastic. So, uh, so just going back to your family now. So your your dad plays the guitar. You end up playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Were there any other instruments when you would you, your family would go and sing? My mother would play the bass. She played the bass okay. guitar. She was a forced musician, I say, in that in that my dad taught her how to play the bass because yeah. we needed a bass player. Mm. So uh, mother would sing and play she the bass. She bridged the gap and stepped in. Right, and exactly. Yeah. So go, Mom. Um, but um, And my older sister would play the, um, some guitar as well. She okay. was more of a rhythm player, just yes. not nothing, not anything fancy. But, um, and but then, she was a forced musician as well. <laughs> right. um, um, in fact, she probably has not picked up the guitar since, you know, year, uh, years ago. Right. Uh, just, uh, but th- so that's the difference, I guess, you know, when you're, when you've, uh, when it's in your heart, anything mm. that's in your heart to do it, well, you do it automatically, you that's know, you true. just be it good or bad, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, but music was just around us all the time. My mm. dad, we had, um, a musician named Chet Atkins. He was a guitar player okay. and they're in the States and, uh, very Mr. Uh, I forget what they call him, Mr. Country music or something. Anyway, I was, he was country, it was country music, but he, he didn't have any lyrics. It was all instrumental music. Mm. And my goodness, I don't even know how many albums my dad had. And we would listen to those albums. And that's, <laughs> that's wow. what I was raised on. Uh, didn't even realize that there were other styles of music. Is that, is that you know, I, and after I left the house, um, in, in 88, when I graduated, I found out that just in the city, in Kansas City, it was a very jazz-oriented, uh, okay. you know, very, um, very, very much jazz music, mm. and and classical as well at the university there in, okay. in Kansas City. But um, we didn't know it. <laughs> we had one style of music. It was okay. country. Country. So, <laughs> but it was good stuff, you know. Uh, and I learned from from that. And then whenever I went out, and and now I I I, I try to throw in some jazz and some just different varieties mm. in my playing okay. um, just because I think variety is a, a nice opportunity to um, just break things up a little. And um, so because not everybody comes from the same you know, little corner of the world. Sure. And so uh, we all have different flavors, different tastes. That's true. And so, um, you know, as long as we uh, keep it clean. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. As long as it honors God. And right. Exactly. There was, a, there was a piece of music that you played at the, uh, the homecoming. And I forgot the style you played it in, but it was very joyous. And I, I saw people spellbound as they listened to this uh, just after one of the programs. Now, I forgot the, the piece of music. It will probably come to me a little bit later. But the style that you played it was very different. And I thought, wow, that, that's just brought a new dimension to that song. And uh, if I heard it like that the first time, it would have been my favorite and probably still right. would have been. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, that, I guess I've just always um – Tried to be creative in my arrangements, and mm. um, no, no glory to me. I just have a good time, and it's like when you buy a gift for someone, you you get them something that you would like. So whenever I when I arrange my songs, I usually something <laughs> it's, that it's you something would like. I, yeah, it's something yeah. I enjoy listening to, um, and hope that it will be. I must have similar joyful. taste to you. Then. Well, good. Well, I like that. I'll take that as a um, a good as thing. a compliment. A compliment yeah. for sure. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Uh, in the studio, my special guest today is Tim Parton. He is the general manager for Praise Him 
Music Network. Music Network, which will be streamed in about two or three months. Is right. that two months away? Oh, it's scary when you say it like that. Yeah, it's not It's not long to go. Eight or nine weeks, roughly. Oh, thank you. That's even worse. <laughs> that sounds worse, doesn't it? So, dear listener, we're just going to take a break here, and we'll be right back after the short message. Stay tuned. Look again. Can you see me? God tells us in Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. The Bible tells us many stories of people who were in the very presence of God, but were completely unaware of it. For example, in Genesis 28, we find a story about Jacob. He's been traveling all day. His mind's occupied with fleeing from Esau. And as night comes, he finds a place to sleep. And during the night, he receives that famous dream of the ladder connecting heaven to earth. When he wakes up, he realized he had missed the opportunity of seeing God around him. And he exclaims in verse 16, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. And then in the New Testament, Jesus' own disciples, they didn't even recognize that they were walking with him on the road to Emmaus. Sometimes as we read these stories, we can say to ourselves, how could they not know that they were in the very presence of God? And yet, what about us? What causes us to miss God's presence and activity in our daily life. Over the next few episodes, we're going to explore ways to see God's presence in our daily life. And I guarantee you that as you become more aware of God's presence throughout the day and in your life, worry, discouragement, fear will lose their power over you. So to start, Today, try and look for what God is doing right in front of you. And remember, live your faith. Have a blessed day. Dear listener, welcome back. You are listening to By the Word of Their Testimony. And in the studio, I have a special guest all the way from the USA. He's from 3ABN in the USA. And his name is Tim Parton. He is the general manager for a new music network that is being launched in a matter of weeks. Yes, sir. And it is called the Praise Him Music Network. Right. So we're really excited. We've uh, heard him play on radio and we've seen him play on television a few times. And you've just been over to participate in the 3ABN Australia Homecoming programs, which was just held at at Kurumbong. Now, before the break, we were talking about your family and how you all played instruments. Your dad played the guitar. You played the piano. Your sister played the acoustic guitar, was it? Right. Or rhythm? Correct. Yeah, you're right. Same. Okay. And then your mum played the bass. Right, right. Now, uh, I know that you can multitask, but were the rest of the family also multitasking? Were you all singing at the same time? Yep. Dad and mom were singing, and my sister were singing. Right. Usually a, a trio at a time. You know, Any okay. three of us at a given time would be singing. Okay. So was yeah. it as simple as so, daddy sang bass and mommy sang tenor? Well, or? Almost, except the fact that daddy didn't sing bass. He, okay. so, so therefore, since he didn't sing bass, and I certainly at eight years old didn't sing bass, bass sure. <laughs> but um, that would have been awkward. But um, So we, we kept it to a trio, uh, Any, like I say, any 
any any three of us at one time were singing. Um, but family harmony has been um, just, I mean, that's been my life. Mm. Uh, when, in fact, my mother tells me that uh, I was singing harmony when the, with the radio before I could even form words. I would be humming really? um, harmony with the, with the music oh, that's on the radio. Oh, that's a natural talent. So, I wish I yeah, had that talent. It was, it was fun. And, and I have uh, two sons. And my older son, he anytime a song comes on the radio, he immediately goes to the harmony part. Mm. And so that's just, I don't know how that works. That's part of the brain that I haven't, uh, I, need, I need to read a book on on that because yeah. it's just really intriguing how you automatically hear that. And I have several members, my sister's children. She mm. has a son and a daughter, and uh, they also sing harmony just it's just, it my just comes sister is the them. same. You know, really? when I was a little kid, she was starting to make these funny noises, and I was going, "What is it with these funny noises?" My mum goes, "No, leave her alone. That's beautiful." And, and, and as I right. got older, I realised how beautiful it was. Right. Because I, I can hold a tune. Yeah. I struggled to harmonise because I used to think, "Well, you just go a few notes up, and then you just follow it." But it doesn't mm-hmm. work that way, of course. Right. Right. And I was thinking maybe I should go back to playing piano, and then I'll know if I hit that note and that note that harmonises, and that one and that one. Well, that's a discordant right. note or whatever. It right. Be, so. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. And there's uh, so can you be taught to harmonise? Well, of course. You think? You, yeah, you can be taught. Uh, it's never. I, mean, I think you can truly tell someone who has not been taught who just can do it by ear who just yes. feels it yes um because it's it's not as um a robotic or or um mechanical. measured yes, yeah yes. Measure, uh, mechanical mm-hmm. um but nonetheless you know if you're making a joyful noise why don't don't let right. the and i'll feel very comfortable when someone's harmonizing because for some reason i sound better yeah i don't know there, what there it is go. but when someone's harmonizing with sure. me my voice all of a sudden lifts by, I don't know, another 25%, mm-hmm. I think. So. Exactly, which, which is, again, just a, a, another a, a law of, of community. Yes. The fact if we have a, if other people are singing. And that's why I love this uh, program that I do on uh, 3ABN, mm. the, Your Favorites by Request, yes, which beautiful. is a request um, program where people email me their, their favorite song or something that they want to hear or something they want to sing along with. And I do my my very best to try to make it work mm. by um, you know by preparing it ahead of time. There are some songs I know several songs. Again, that's the advantage of being raised in a Christian home and and singing in churches uh, all my life. Uh, so you know but, a lot of songs. I know a lot of put a lot of songs. Memory right. banks, eh? But then I'll get the occasional um, one that but they're trying to stump the panel, as they say. Uh, okay. But uh, they're not trying to. They just you know they have a different hymnal that they've maybe uh, picked up. Uh, but I love learning those songs, and mm. um, I don't read music really well, but it, uh, but I can muddle through and, and, and learn those songs. So all that to say, um, the response, in fact, that I had received uh, for, at the homecoming, people were com- coming up to me. And it's amazing for me because um, I have made reference before, whenever I'm in, in southern Illinois at the studios at 3ABN, mm. I feel like I'm just kind of in my own little world and, you know, I'm just recording, here's a camera, and, but yes. I don't I don't really, it doesn't process in my mind that, mm. that that's going out over the, uh, you know, over the ocean. That's right. <laughs> so, there be millions uh, that, watching. Right, exactly. <laughs> and maybe that's a, a good thing that I don't sure. think of. It's kind of a, a, a defense mechanism to keep yeah. me from um, getting so nervous. But, um, but yeah, when I think, when, when people come up to me or even email me and, and tell me, you know, from London and from different islands that I've never even heard of, I have to mm. g- Google them up and, and find out where these islands are. Mm. Um, 
and they, they let me know that they have really enjoyed or they heard their song. Or, uh, you know, it's just a, it's an amazing day mm. we live in with technology, and I know that that's uh, you know it's it's not it's it's every day now. You know, it's yes. really common. Mm. Um, technology is, but uh, still, it, it it it's amazing to be. I think maybe just the fact that I. I I, it's not. I don't want it to be false humility or, or perceived that way. But um, you know that God would use somebody like me. You mm. know, because I, I don't consider. I guess when you do something for so long, you consider it just to be common. Uh, it's common to me because yeah, it's natural, and, right? It's just natural, natural, right? Yeah. I struggled whenever I didn't go to college. Mm. Um, you know, I, I went right on the road as a musician, um, playing for artists. Um, and for a long time, I really felt like I wanted to go back to college hmm. just so I could be credible um, and have some yes. some certificate in my hand that proved, you know, and really the certificate that I had in my hand was a check that was was telling me, well, you're getting paid for what you're doing. So that, that should be good work, enough. Yeah. But I needed some maybe some um, letters behind my name, you know, hmm. to, to make me feel. But I, I never was afforded that opportunity because I was always Busy with busy music. With music. And, yeah, so traveling with the music. Yeah, and, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things. You, you never know what you have until you look back later in life and say, I should have been more content or just finally I am where I am, yeah. where I am at the place where I am. And content. I think even the word of God encourages us to be content with such things as we have. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, don't despise um, humble beginnings and but don't. Don't get so don't don't ever get so used to things that you um, you miss seeing God where mm. they are. In fact, back there in uh, I made reference to First um, Chronicles sixteen. Yes, it says that uh, verse four says he appointed Levites. We're talking about David uh, appointed Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to celebrate by calling to mind. By calling to mind, that's a little. I, I read from the Amplified version a lot, and they put that little section in there. Sometimes we have to um, remind ourselves where where God has called us from, and, mm, and uh, yes. you know, to just see, just relive the, your testimony to yourself. That's uh, true. Because you, you can easily forget. You, you know, I, I get caught up in in working so much and the opportunities I have now um, to to see. There's a, a timeline of how God has has done some wonderful things so um, yeah i think that i mean typically if i read the bible especially if you look at the book of deuteronomy they're encouraged to repeat the history and relive the history exactly. and, and tell their children and i think in, in our own lives as well to see how god has led us in the past where we've come from and where he's brought us i think that's a good idea and also this makes sure we keep our feet grounded you know right. we stay our, our feet on the ground Absolutely. even if we're reaching for the stars it's right. important to oh, stay grounded sure sure yeah <laughs> because i mean humility is an important part of, of serving god effectively right because I mean, this is the thing, and, and I find with musicians particularly, that can be a, quite a challenge, and I'll be interested in your yeah. perspective on that. Yeah. Um, how do you stay humble when God has gifted you with so much talent? <laughs> um, I, I've seen a lot of people who've actually been undone who have been wonderful talents, right. whether it be in preaching or whatever it is. Yeah. And, of course, naturally the accolades come because they do a fantastic job. Right. But the humility goes. Sure. So how, how, what is your advice, and how do you deal with that? You know what? I think that's hard because I blame mine. Um, on, on my personality, I say I blame mine. I I, mm. I credit mine maybe um, on my personality. I am a um, for me to be on a stage is overall very uncomfortable. Okay, because it's not something you would naturally choose, right? Okay. And e- even now, as I'm stammering <laughs> for my words, uh, my I, when when I'm at the piano, 
I just immediately, I, I just immediately wrap a hedge around myself. Okay. I often have trouble. In fact, I remember there have been several people that have been good friends of, of mine that in various groups I've been in, they would they would tell me to do certain antics, mm. certain things to connect with the crowd. You know, everybody likes to see a showman, you know, to, to, to a degree yeah. um, because it makes it, you know, they feel a connection and mm. there's just a little bit more life um, whenever you're watching someone that does can, yeah. can yeah, be engaged. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm not that guy. I'm okay. I'm the totally opposite. I want to. I would just assume they have like a big curtain around the piano. <laughs> um, but I. Uh, so I, I say that you know I. That's. But but that can be a I guess a kind of a, a downside hmm. to that personality sure. too because um, it's an interesting to me. Um, we can you can watch somebody who is really getting into it and and being a showman, and mm. they don't have to have <laughs> as much talent, talent that's right. because you know they're showing a little more of their. Yes, I've um, seen that. So yeah. so anyway, that's but that's another topic. But otherwise, my, my personality, I just. Um, I, so a little bit I'm, more quieter, a yeah. little bit more humble kind of approach. It's yeah. not as showy, it, it, but, but it's not—it's not false humility. It, sure. it, and, and I, you know, I, no, I, I, don't I, think I you, encourage. I've seen you, and I don't think you fake it at all. I think that's naturally who you are. And I applaud but, people who are who are bold and who course. can can be, you yeah. know, a showy. A lot of people like yeah. that style, but there's yeah. also going to be a lot of people who can connect with, uh, you know, a little bit more of a humbler approach because that is who they are as right. well and who they can relate to. Right. Right. So I, I think there's room for both. Def- right. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also credit my parents. For sure, um, we didn't really discuss because I, we we weren't in it to be become famous. Mm. Uh, we did it for just the opportunity of, of of sharing our talents, you know, with those that we had the privilege of doing so. Uh, but God. Um, Gave my parents the ability just to, you know, take things, accept applause. And, you know, there's often a, a controversy over, um, you know, whether we should applaud even. Sure. Especially back in the States, sometimes it, um, they say we, we applaud too much. Mm. Um, so one more am- amens and less applause. Yeah, maybe yes. so, yeah. Yes. But but I um, I don't know. For me, I, I deflect that applause to God anyway or, yes. or any kind of response. Mm. Um, you know, my my approval is certainly not based on man's applause yes naturally it can be an encouragement yes it can but yes. and and I so I don't ever want to de- deprive anyone of of an applause if I especially if I feel like it's encouraging them um, and if it's if it's due you know mm. I don't want false applause if it if I did a terrible job I don't want to be applauded but um, but all that to say um, applause has never been a, a a driving force, sure. but in it can my, be in encouragement, and it actually can lift you to perform even better. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and well, I'm not a singer, but I recently I was actually at a not a Seventh Day Adventist church, but at a gate, it's called Gateway Church, it's a okay. Baptist church sure. in one of the big cities here in Australia, and I was given an opportunity to speak for about seven minutes. And every time after I spoke, I got an applause. Uh-huh. And obviously that meant they like what they said sure. instead of saying amen. Right. And that really lifted me. Absolutely. It's probably my best sermon I've ever preached and probably the shortest one I've ever preached. I only had about five to seven minutes. Sure. I spoke. Yeah. And uh, I can understand how applause or an amen, in people engaging with you. Right, exactly. Actually can lift your performance. Yeah, you, know, so, you know they were listening yeah. and either they were applauding for your message or they were applauding well, for the fact that you were through. <laughs> That, 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 is that has true. been many that the is... many the case I know in my life. People were just applauded just because I had finally hushed. Yes. <laughs> oh no, very good. Uh, you know, growing up in um, my singing family, we had several opportunities mm. to um, go in some places that 
not every uh, <laughs> child would have gone into, and yes. one of them in particular is a, um, a prison, uh, a, p- a penitentiary in Kansas. There was a place called Leavenworth, and well, it was a maximum, yes. maximum um, security uh, penitentiary, and uh, the Lord opened that door. We met the chaplain hmm. for, for the uh, Leavenworth Penitentiary, so we were afforded to go. And I, I know I was between the ages of seven and nine, when I went into this, and so I look back now and I think, uh, I can't imagine, you know, as a child what I, what I was thinking, yeah. but it was just part of You can't of, recall whether you were like a little bit concerned or nervous or scared? Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I was just, I was wowed by it because ah. of the, you know, going, as you walk in through the gate, the, um, you know, the, the, the back, the, as soon as you step into the chamber, the back door, the door shuts behind you before mm. the next door before, opens. Right. Yes. So, um, and, and hearing that metal um, hit. Um, so I know that I was uh, definitely uh, wowed by it. Yeah. But um, that opportunity um, made me appreciate um, something, the, the, the prison. Uh, and we did that several times, and in fact, then we would go over next door where there was a, a minimum security. Uh, they called it the honor farm, where, where men who were either, they were getting close to being released, um, had, had the, uh, we had the privilege of singing to those people as well. And um, I think, you know, now that I'm, as I'm speaking this, I'm thinking that I guess is, it might be where my... Um, the response to people's applause, knowing why you're doing what you're doing, mm. makes, um, you know, this has been a ministry all my life, and I don't think I've really over-spiritualized my life by, by uh, you know, making it too religious. Right. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I just, I just know that um, just now as I, I think of it, though, I, I realize that my, my parents— Gave me a, a, the foundation of a of this being a ministry, and um, so so even going into the prison was um, was a, a neat a neat opportunity, um, and something in fact that I just recently back at three ABN had the opportunity to go um, be a part. We have some wonderful people um, who serve. Uh, who are on staff at mm. 3ABN that are very committed to prison ministry due to personal uh, situations in, th- in their lives. Right. And so um, I was just a couple of weeks ago, in fact, um, as this is being recorded, uh, was given the opportunity to um, go into uh, Indiana, into a, a minimum security prison. And it brought back a lot of memories. And um, we started at 7.30 that morning and we worked until 11:30 that night, doing uh, services for right around 1,300 um, inmates. Wow. And um, the the chapel, the, they would file in about 150 to 200 at a time, mm. and um, we would present like a 40-minute um, sermon uh, and pr- program. And then they had a, a gift there. There's a great ministry there. Um, Christmas behind bars. I've seen that on 3ABN. Right, exactly. Yes, yes. And so it was a privilege to be a part of that, and it just brought back so many great memories of, uh, if, if that can it can be a thing, really, mm. you know, for, for, for prison uh, to be a great memory. But it was um, to know that wherever you are, um, you know, God, God has, there is much need for you to be Christ in every situation, you know, and, and to, to yes. it, 
wherever you can be a light. Mm. Um, so for this, it was a, a really a, g- a great opportunity. Um, and uh, so interestingly enough, that the the day before I had gone to the prison, I had a friend who has is a um, mortician in um, just in a, a town outside of where where I live, and he had invited me over to uh, just kind of see the process of of how that works. And I know that <laughs> this doesn't sound, it's kind of weird where this is going. Yeah. I'm but... <laughs> wondering how the mortician in the, uh, the prison has right? something in common. Well, <laughs> it just, uh, so I saw death uh, in this, I was able to go into the, into the basement. In, oh, right, in into where, the morgue itself. Right. Into yeah. the morgue itself, which may be illegal. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but to, to see that and to um, see the way that he treated this, um, this body, body yeah. with with such grace and kindness, mm. um, and um, you know because there's there's a respect that needs to be paid in that situation, yes. and then for me to go into um, this prison and see that some of these prisoners, you know, they'll never see the light of day outside of the fences, mm. and yes. basically they are serving a death sentence, you know, okay. a life sentence, yes, but it's death. Ki- I see the connection, and so um, it, it just reminded me of. Um, some verses in in uh, First Thessalonians, and I'm no scholar, no biblical scholar, but I ever so often I uh, like to make some in my in my own mind at least. Yes. Um, chapter four of First Thessalonians is a beautiful um, chapter with some just good instruction. And yes. If you don't mind, if I could just read yep, it. Yes. By all means, please. Furthermore, brethren, we beg and admonish you in the Lord Jesus, that you follow the instruction which you learn from us about how you ought to walk so as to please and gratify God, as indeed you are doing, that you do so even more and more abundantly. Hmm. Um, and then verse 9, um, it says, uh, Concerning brotherly love, you have no need to have anyone write you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. In verse 11 through 13 um, make it your ambition and definitely endeavor to live quietly and peacefully, to mind your own affairs, and to work with your hands as we charged you, so that you may bear yourselves becomingly and be correct and honorable and command the respect of the outside world, being dependent on nobody and having need of nothing. Now also we would not have you ignorant, brethren, about those who fall asleep in death, that you may not grieve for them as the rest of who do as the rest do? Who have no hope beyond the grave? Um, this whole section—it's a little bit disjointed the way I'm, I'm reading it. But um, just reading the chapter four of First Thessalonians um, is a good reminder to live well. And um, I—I think now as I am, am continuing my ministry as a musician and and in this opportunity to be um, a general manager of this net, network. I um, think that it's so important to just um, in tribute to my parents that who raised me to um, to to live godly and to share the talent that God has blessed me with, knowing that it's not anything I have done. My, I'm sure I practiced and I, um, you know, did everything I could to be prepared for the to be you know for the for the game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, to live well and to um, to, to follow God, to stay faithful, and to, um, um, I guess, just, I think living well is so important. That first verse of chapter 4, um, furthermore, we admonish you to, um, in the Lord Jesus, that you um, 
Did you follow the instructions which you learned from us about how you ought to walk so as to please and gratify God yes. um, and do so even more and more abundantly, um, attaining yet greater perfection in living this life? Live well. Um, in, in everything that you do, I think it's important that we um, just live well, honor, honor life, and um, even given an opportunity, like I said, even in this prison experience, um, to to show uh, love and to show uh, grace, as we as as I was ministering, you know, life doesn't always go the way you think it will. That is it doesn't true. give. Yes. Uh, not everybody has the same opportunities, um, and so I just want to be faithful. I think to. Um, to honor God with the skill that He has given me, and to be gracious and to love, uh, love the way He has loved me, and um, so I encourage anyone who is um, who is looking for an opportunity to to serve through music. Mm. Uh, I think it's a it's an important. Um, there are nursing homes, and there are there are places where people are dying, where um, where people don't see light, don't see an opportunity um, as as being hopeful. Um, that it would be a, a good thing for for a good opportunity for musicians and singers uh, to go into those places yeah. and and share Christ, share the love Absolutely. of Christ, and to um, honor honor God by living well in front of those people mm. and um, being a light where they are. And it's important to be a light. Jesus says we are to be the light of the world, Absolutely. and we are to be the salt of the earth. And salt right. always makes food taste better, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> so we are right. to make other people's lives better. So I thank you for bringing that yeah. thought out. It actually yeah. reminded me of because um, Second Thessalonians chapter four is written by Paul. First Thessalonians, right? First, right. First well, Thessalonians second, chapter yeah, four. That's second. right. Yes. Right. And uh, I know Paul writes in Second Corinthians chapter three, talking to the the church in Corinth. He says there in chapter three and verse three. Clearly you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, but written not in ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of the flesh, that is of the heart. So they're saying clearly you are an epistle of Christ. So when people see us, they should be able to read that God, through Christ, has transformed their lives, right. and we can represent Christ in that sense. So that's Absolutely. that's what you're basically saying, right. that whether it be a prison, whether it be a retirement home, whoever you're dealing with, right. and the respect that your friend showed in the morgue right. for a dead corpse, mm-hmm. so we are to show respect for these people. And you're saying these people will never see the light of day. They will be in prison until they die. Right, right. We got to show the same respect to them because they are Absolutely. God's purchase position after all. Exactly, aren't they? exactly. Beautiful. See now, you you that's that's why you have the gift right there of well, speaking that's probably why fluently. you sing and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are blessed and you have been a blessing to me. I thank you for your um, for sharing your gift. I admire you. So thank you for for sharing. Oh, uh, thank you very much. much. Well, I look I, I I I can I can gladly compliment you as well because I I uh, sometimes look at other people's gifts and you know the Bible tells us not to covet. I know. But I would so much appreciate if I had the same talent. <laughs> well, and I'd love to be able to say one complete sentence without stopping to pause wonder what I'm saying next. Yeah. So, so we all have what we don't have. What, what we don't. We want what we don't have. That's well, what that's true. <laughs> but then again, it comes back to what the Bible says: be content with such things as you have. You know, right, exactly. and honor and glorify God in the in the talents Amen. and the abilities Amen. He's given and love us. one another and and celebrate each other's accomplishments, absolutely, and abilities. Yeah, <laughs> and I think so. I mean, people do like to be uh, appreciated. Sure, absolutely. and um, showing appreciation, I think, is, is is very appropriate. Yeah. Well, dear listener, we've come almost to the end of our program. Mm-hmm. 
I am with Tim Parton from the USA. He is the general manager for a new music network called Praise Music Network, which will be launching in about two months' time. So yes. by the time you hear this, if it's a repeat, uh, it'll probably be running on air. So awesome. please go and check it out yes. at 3abn.org. Correct. And you'll be able to find it there, or you can download the 3abn app and, right. lis- and listen and watch it there on there as well. Right. And, of course, you're on the other networks as well as they, as they yes. use your music. Yeah, hmm. right. And you can always email me at tim.parton, P-A-R-T-O, Dot, uh, at 3abn.org. Okay, and Tim. I can even put music requests in on that, yes, on that email? please do. Yeah, we'll keep on running that uh, Your Favorites by Request program. So that will keep on running? Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Fantastic. So, dear listener, we're just going to share our contact details with you, and we'll be right back after the short message. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining us on By the Word of Their Testimony. If you would like more information about today's program, or if you have any questions, please contact 3ABN Australia Radio. By phoning 0249733456. Or you can send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. You can also contact us on our 3ABN Australia Radio Facebook page. We look forward to hearing from you. Dear listener, welcome back. We're glad that you stayed with us. And I have in the studio, as I said before, a special guest from America. He is the general manager for the Praise Him Music Network, and that is Tim Parton. Now, Tim, just before the break, you were telling us a little bit about some scriptures that mean a lot to you, how we are to be an epistle or a witness for Christ in any situation we find ourselves, even whether it be in prison ministries or whether it be ministering to people through music or even through the Word. And you were sharing a little bit of the Word with us. So I can tell, and just from our discussions as well, that music played a key part in your relationship with the Lord and how you serve Him. But then also Scripture has played a part in your life. Right, absolutely. And I think it's important. um, Some people ask me about music ministry, and um, you've even alluded to how I maybe keep a level head in, in opportunities that have given been given me and how I stay humble. And um, I think one of the key issues is um, in anything that we do, no matter where we are, how old we are, um, and it's found in verse 30, uh, in Psalm 37, uh, verse 4 and 5, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Roll and repose each care of your load on him. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. Mm. So um, for me, again, the opportunities that I look at uh, that have that I have been afforded, uh, even this this radio interview, I, I feel like it's an opportunity um, that God has given me because I've delighted myself in him. Yes. And that doesn't mean that I've done everything right. It doesn't mm, mean sure. that I've, you know, I've always been the... Um, mind my P's and Q's and, mm. and um, always clean my plate. Um, but it means that um, in my heart, um, I desire, I want to be a Christian, as the yes. song says, Lord, I want to be a Christian in my heart. So um, I encourage you as the listeners, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. And on that beautiful note, dear listener, we thank you for joining us today. We pray that you will also delight yourself in the Lord. And as he has promised in his word in Psalm chapter 37 and verse 4 and 5, isn't it? that he will give you your desires as well. Thank you for joining us today here on By the Word of Their Testimony. May God continue to bless you until we meet again.
You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.